Hello, hello. This is Emily Richardson, and welcome to. Am I even recording? No, I don't think so. It's not there. No, I'm recording. Damn it. All right, I'm recording, so you're listening to it, and that's good. Uh, hi, it's Emily Richardson, and welcome to Trashbox, a Real Housewives podcast. So I had two guests not be able to come this week. <laughs> so this is the big Salt Lake City episode, right? This is the big Jen Shaw arrest, SmackDown spectacular. And I was like, I don't want to do it on my own, but I also like don't feel like asking another person to do the podcast. And so who did I ask? Yeah, that was my boyfriend. (laughs) Uh, That was a man's voice. And that was Ellie. Ellie is here to do the podcast. And he very kindly, we watched the show live. We We watched the Potomac episode and Salt Lake live on Sunday. Yeah. But I got a really tight schedule because I got some, I got to go home. I I don't live here. So I got a long way to go. Ellie is both unemployed and never leaves the house. Just <laughs> really making him sound like super sexy right now. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've already emasculated you like five times in the one minute we've been recording. I mean, it's on brand. It's on brand. So anyway, he very kindly watched both of these episodes twice with me because I, I felt like the, the first episode of the first watch of Potomac, I was like distracted by the fact that Salt Lake City was happening soon. We did, You didn't really pay attention to it, for, did you? For Potomac? For- yeah, the first watch of Potomac. We didn't really... No, I mean, yeah, I, I, I agree. I, I wasn't really paying attention to it. I mean, there were a few like moments that, I, that caught my attention. <laughs> Yeah. Well, what were you doing that? Weren't, weren't you like making a uh, one of those, what were they, good food dinner? What are they called now? Oh, the oh, the chef's plate? Chef's plate. Were you making a chef's plate that night or something? Mm, maybe. Maybe. But I, I feel, feel like... like chef's plate night. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I feel like there's a whole bunch that I didn't watch, but I, I got the gist yeah, of I it. Yeah, I made you make dinner. I made him. And I was like, sorry, I have to work, aka watch Potomac. And then we watched... <laughs> we watched Salt Lake City, which we will, we will be starting with this this um this episode. Uh, and I hardly could even focus because it was so amazing. Well, see, for me, like, when I watched it the second time, I felt like I didn't even need to watch it the second time because everything was so memorable and iconic the first time I watched it. Yeah, I think the difference is usually I take, I try to take notes while I watch these shows, which does ruin it to some degree, I have told you. Yeah. Uh, but I... Didn't want to take notes for the first watch of Salt Lake because I was just like, no, I just want to experience it like in its purest form. Like, I don't want to be analyzing it in that moment. I want to just be like letting it wash over me. Which you've done before on other like highly anticipated uh, episodes. Like, I think for like the last episode of Salt Lake, you didn't, you did like a clean watch and then. The clean watch! <laughs> the clean watch! I don't know. I feel like that's what it's called. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, oh, the dinner from hell, I think. You yeah, want to that super clean dinner. I like this. You watch it clean. Yeah, you, know I mean? you watch it clean. Um, Which dinner from hell part two in retrospect is like only okay compared to this episode. Oh, well, oh, no, maybe really? I'm downplaying a bit. It was good that dinner from hell, but like, no, I agree because like, okay, so we're talking about Erica's dinner party from hell part two on Beverly Hills, which was. It was amazing television, and got, but it got me more angry than this episode did. I had more fun watching this episode. Yeah. And with Dinner from Hell, it felt like, uh, you know, there's certain 
very specific moments in a very specific scene that was important. Whereas, like, this episode oh. of Salt Lake is just, like, constant. It was constant. Barely any lulls. No, no lulls. And also, I gotta, I'm gonna say it. Even Jenny grew on me this episode. Because I, you, as if you're, you long-time listeners know I'm not a big Jenny fan. Uh, but, Jesus Christ, don't change this cast. Everybody <laughs> is different crazy a different type of crazy or on something like beverly hills it's very frustrating because rena and erica and even kyle to some degree and dorit they're all kind of like the same kind of like fox force five crazy so their little alliance is annoying whereas it's all like they're all a little bit messy the the boundaries are blurred people are turning on each other and they're nuts and everyone has their own issues and they're very different than everybody else's issues yeah you know what i mean it's like Jen's issues are criminal. Mary's <laughs> issues are crazy and cult-like. And probably criminal as well. You know? And, like, uh, Meredith... Well, Lisa is, like, classic villain. Uh, Housewives villain. And Meredith, I don't know. <laughs> Meredith? Meredith is kind of all over the place. Meredith? Okay. Let's just get into it. Yeah. I, I wrote down, like, pretty copious notes. Ellie took notes in his notebook. Do you want to take it out? I've got it here. They look like the scribblings of a madman. I can't even read that. And I'm like, I pride myself on being able to read Chicken Scratch. What does this say? Oh my God, Ellie. (laughs) Read what it says. Apologize to Emily for NYPD stuff. Yeah, right. Because I don't know. I I didn't listen to your last episode. Sorry, but. Well, you never listen. And why would you? I I don't know. I guess try experience it firsthand. No, I don't even like listening to the episodes. It bugs me. Yeah. Right. But I heard you talking about NYPD. Last week Last when Alessandra was on, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was, like, trying to be quiet the whole time downstairs <laughs> and, like, not make it... You, you know, are very supportive. Yeah. But when you kept saying NYPD, I'm like, there was not NYPD there. <laughs> they were in Utah. Why would NYPD be there? I thought that Heather was just making, you know, like, a reference to cops or whatever, yeah. you know? And then... <laughs> so he yells up. So I he texts me this in the middle of me recording the podcast last week and if you listen to the podcast you'll maybe you'll remember maybe you won't maybe you're blackout drunk when you listen to these things but um he i got the text from him that was like nypd no and i was like oh and then he yells up from downstairs where he's like cuddling with the cat like no it was a joke so anyway you were wrong i was extremely wrong (laughs) mia culpa i i i i messed up what's that mean mia culpa i i think it means i'm culpable I'm my fault. Uh, I've I've always heard it. I just didn't know it. I, I think that's what it means. Anyways, I'm not a lawyer. Mia culpa. Uh, and, <laughs> and but yeah, that Heather was legit. Like, well, her thing is in her office. Jen's office is in New York. Mm-hmm. Therefore, I guess NYPD would fly across. Is that the what country? they said? Oh, so her headquarters. Oh, yeah. yeah. I thought they meant that it was, like, the headquarters of this particular branch of investigation Oh no, is yeah. in New York. No, I, I read it as Jen's office, uh, is main office is in New York. So I guess they must have had, like, F- or whatever, NYPD agents have been working on the case for months, <laughs> years, whatever. And oh they were the ones that that had to fly across country to arrest her. I don't know, whatever. Okay, so you've apologized to me. That's I've good. apologized for, for. Okay, right off the top, yeah. like shit is hitting the fan. Okay, I'm just going to read a rundown of exactly what happened because I took very good notes. 
Heather is joking about giving Jen a head start, giving her a shout, giving her a call or text if she's on the run. And she does. She actually does this. Like, even after Lisa said, don't do it, she did it. Yeah. Lisa's iconic. I would not do that. Or what did she say? I think she was like, I wouldn't. Or something (laughs) like that. She's great. Um, And Lisa already, Lisa took her, like, crazy villain, like, (laughs) the, the Rolodex in her head and chose the emotion of, grief <laughs> and immediately calls her husband and is like the, the, the SWAT team just showed up and it was like you were fine 10 seconds ago <laughs> but even Heather who eventually got there was kind of like a slow descent into like Heather's naive yeah she's very naive well in this I feel like not always not all her character isn't naivety I think that the Mormon church did a number on her and that divorce, too. Yeah, that's true. But, like, there are other Exmos on... I'm sorry, what the fuck did you just say? Exmos, ex-Mormons. <laughs> when you refer to them on Reddit, there's, like, a whole subreddit called r slash ex-Mormons. This is what you're going to get from me, by the way. Uh, <laughs> just nerdiness. Uh, <laughs> and they call each other Wait, Exmos. Yeah, yeah, in case you didn't know, you guys... Ellie is sitting here, just like the cutest little nerd ever with his little glasses. He's getting all like, and saying Xmos. So like, if you're trying to like visualize what he looks like, that's, that's <laughs> no, the experience. Don't have to try very hard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My name is Eliyahu Shalom Wine. Just <laughs> close your eyes and imagine that. And that's who I am. Imagine a cute little <laughs> Jewish boy nerd. Okay, anyway. My sin number is. <laughs> yeah, why would you? Yeah, your full name. Um, so, Jesus Christ, what were we talking about? <laughs> anyway, whatever. She's, um, He's, she's Le- an ex-mo. No, whatever. Lisa um, immediately goes into grief when she finds out that uh, Jen's yeah, been yeah, arrested. Yeah, she's crying. She calls her husband and one of six lawyers, yeah. right? Jesus. Who she eventually calls all six lawyers. Fascinating. Now, I read on Reddit, like, someone was like, oh, I betcha Lisa's calling those lawyers because she had some dealing with Jen. Right. What do you think? Yes. I think Jen had dealings with a lot of the housewives because I know we're going to get to this, but when Meredith and Mary are talking, when Meredith is in the back, <laughs> right? Uh, oh, my God, we have to dive into that back. I know, we will, we'll we will. But anyway, but they even they said that they're in a similar situation with Jen where things were kind of sketchy. Uh, or not sketchy, or like it didn't turn out well, something like that. So I think people did have some business dealings with Jen that now they're not sure if it was What are you illegal. talking about? Was Meredith saying that she had a business deal with Jen? I wasn't sure if she was talking about, because she's in a confessional, that um, we've had similar experiences. No, I think what she was talking about was Jen going after them in public. Oh. I think it was, I think that, I think Mary or, Mary, I guess, was talking about the hospital smell thing. Right. And then I think Meredith was talking about, like, the Brooks bullying stuff. Right. But I don't think it's outside the realm of possibility that Jen and Lisa, and maybe other housewives, had an actual business deal or something that went no. on that could have No, been- and it's very, like, I agree. I think it's very reminiscent of, like, Erica and, you know, like, what was it? Was it her? I think I, I think Erica invested in Rinna Beauty, uh, Lisa Rinna's lip kits. Yeah, yeah. And also, I mean, when Erica got divorced, Sutton's 
Sutton offered to give her some money too. So it's all very like, I feel like these rich people, eh? Like, we're- yeah, well, I mean, I, I was going to bring up because I didn't really start watching Housewives until I started dating Emily. What do you mean you didn't, you don't, you didn't really start watching I didn't it. at you all. Never I never it watched it in your life. No. I, I forced you to do this. But when Teresa from New Jersey went down, yeah. did anybody, any of their housewives, anyone around her also go down with her? Because I want to know how legitimate no. these fears about, you know, people around Erica and people around Jen are, are, are they actually grounded in anything that ever happened before? Okay. No to Teresa, but also I have to like be completely transparent here. I am not a perfect housewives watcher. Okay. Like there are gaps in my knowledge. Right. Um, and I almost feel like a phony bringing it up. Like I always kind of want to like hide it a little bit cause I'm, I'm ashamed. Uh, but you know, when someone tells you to do something and then like, you don't want to do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, people yeah. are like, you got to watch, you have to watch the first 10 seasons of, you know, OC, yeah. Real Housewives of Orange County. Well, I don't want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes you want to do it less. No, yeah. yeah. So I probably haven't seen the first nine seasons, first nine seasons of uh, OC. I haven't seen DC. I haven't seen Miami. I have not seen like two seasons of Atlanta. Yeah. Two or three. And unfortunately, the candy... If that was the candy in Portia, like sex dungeon, uh, who like Phaedra lied about. I missed all that. And then sometimes when guests are on, I have to like fake it and be like, <laughs> oh yeah. But like, I know all about it. I yeah. just haven't seen it. And then I have not seen the two, I haven't seen two seasons, two or three seasons of Jersey. Right. And that includes Teresa going to jail. So okay. I don't quite know. That's a long way of saying, and I'm sure people have skipped ahead already yeah, on the yeah. podcast, that I don't know. Right. Okay. I don't know how exactly that went down with Teresa. Okay. But no, I don't think people were taken under. Right. So I I think that for the most part, these housewives, um, the excuse of calling their lawyer because maybe I'm involved thing, I don't know if it has a lot of merit. I think for the most part, they're just fascinated by the drama of it and they don't understand it. Do you know what I mean? That's why Lisa was calling her lawyers, I feel like, because she's just like, I don't get what's going on. I want to know what Jen was going, what, what happened with Jen. And not necessarily that she actually had anything to do with it. I don't know. I think if, I'm trying to think, like, if I had a friend who had money, hmm, that doesn't exist, but. I, if, I also realize I'm just, I just contradicted what I said earlier that they might have a deal. I contradict myself constantly on this podcast. Okay, oh my God. And I'm so fickle. I'm so fucking fickle. Like every week I have a, like last week I was like, I hate Jenny. Yeah. I'm over it. And in this episode, she really impressed me. Yeah. Okay, but anyway. We're going on a long time about tangents. Lisa feeling It's called tangents. Uh, yeah. Sad. So anyway, I would I don't blame Lisa for calling a lawyer. I think that six is a little excessive, but that's Lisa. I mean, what the nice thing about Lisa was she is wearing this gorgeous fucking statement coat. Yeah. It's gorgeous. That green with the white fringe, and it's almost like like kind of like a 70s kind of thing going on. And then it's, um, it's Go, almost like, and I don't want to feed this fire, but like that she knew something like this would go on <gasps> because that's not something that you generally wear in like a car ride, Lisa's right? fabulous. But like, if you're, you know, the, no one expects the big scene, the big, you know, confrontation scene or whatever to be in the yeah. limo on the way over. So like, it, it seemed a little bit too convenient to me that she dressed so fabulously in that moment. I don't think so. I think no. that you're full of shit. And yeah. I think we're broken up. Now. Okay. Cool. Okay. That's um, it. That's it, babies. Uh, so I did 
Actually, speaking of the 70s look she was rocking, I thought it was like very 70s, like Penny Lane from Almost Famous, Lisa. Uh, Meredith, on the other hand, was wearing this like 60s mod, like swinging, like go-go boots. (laughs) She's fucking, okay, crazy. Anyway, okay, let's keep going because we're getting on tangents and this is a thick fucking episode. The the girth is, is good. Okay, so Lisa calls her seven attorneys. Jenny's like, well, we better get going. Um, And Whitney seems to be the only person who really gets it. Right. Because she knows about scams because she's kind of running one with her makeup. What is, okay, so she, she, Whitney runs an MLM. That's the rumor. That's like what people are saying. Okay. Um, That like her makeup company is just like, what's that other one? It's Wild Rose. Oh, what? Yeah, yeah. It's just like those other, not Mary Cable, what are those other like makeup companies where like they sell whole Avon? Bunch, kind of. Well we, well, we watched the Lula Rose documentary. So yeah, same idea, I think, with that like she gives a bunch of her um, makeup to other oh, so consultants like, and they, they have sell to sell. They have to buy the inventory and sell until like they never make any. Downline, blah, blah, blah. Yada, yada, yada. So I think that's where she gets her knowledge of this kind of like business savvy from. And like, yeah, she is playing Nancy Drew a little bit. No, I don't give a shit. And I thought that was fucking bullshit that uh, Lisa said that. Yeah. yeah. I was like, give me a break. Like Lisa in her confessionals being like, oh, Lindsay, who's Lindsay? Whitney seems to be doing a lot of like Nancy Drewing. She seems to know a lot about this and blah, blah. And it's like, your friend just got arrested in a massive fraud, like national fraud investigation yeah like i am going to gossip and think out loud and be like what was this and oh do you think that's why she opened all those companies of course yeah exactly and because she felt like she was on something i think she probably was i think she's right someone on reddit said that she explained whitney explained in like one minute what happened to jen better than like four months of oh my god i didn't I even gave like a brief, well, my my summary of what she did last week to Alessandra on the episode, and I was totally wrong. Yeah, I, I knew that she was selling the the elderly clients' information to other sellers, but I didn't get like the cookies and the accepting and the yeah, and also the fact that she's laundering her money uh, through her like Shaw Squad store Shaw Squad. or whatever, um, where I guess. You could buy a green snake clutch. Oh my god, we gotta fucking talk about that. <laughs> Anyways. So, oh, hello, Bob the Cat. We have a special guest. Oh my god, Bobby! Bob the Cat, Bob the Brown Tabby, is here with us. He's sitting on your lap. Okay, great. Sitting on my lap. And he won't make any noise, I don't think. I don't think so. Okay, so, basically, let's get back to, like, the actual recap. We're getting way off track. This is what happens when you smoke a light amount of weed with your boyfriend on the couch before you do a podcast (laughs) so um jenny jenny's jenny is like vicious she like immediately pillages her snacks and heather's so funny she's like let let the body get cold first first the woman just had to evade arrest don't be going through her personal items (laughs) and then 10 seconds later like that lollipop give me a lollipop yeah let's please uh so there's still mass confusion then like back in fucking veil uh, which I only know about well because of the Kardashians. Like, I wouldn't have known about... Did you, you hear of Vail, Cal- no, Colorado before no, this? No, not a clue. It's up and coming, baby. Um, so Meredith goes in her, you know, her mod 
go-go boots look and meets with her experienced curator from Cuvée. <laughs> uh, Which I, I would love to have that job, experienced curator. Experienced curator? Because so I get to determine what kind of experience you get. Yeah, so you could curate. Uh, so the ladies are still on their way to Vail, right? And there's still mass confusion and we don't know, like the article hasn't dropped yet. And then this whole, how did they know she was at Beauty Lab and Laser thing comes up. Somebody brings that up. Okay. This, I'm going to say this. You, when we were first watching this episode, you kept being like, who was it? And I was like, shut up, shut up. Well, I had a few theories because first I thought it was Jenny. I don't care. Tell, well, I'll tell you guys because you care clearly. I don't know if they actually do care. Um, So at first I thought it was Jenny because A, she doesn't have really any deep emotional connections with these girls. Yeah, clearly not. Um, (laughs) Right. And, and when they're talking about um, who could have said it, she kind of looked to me like she had a bit of like a smirk on her face, like a little suspicious smirk thing going on. Um, But as soon as, and then I thought, you know, Lisa throwing it in Meredith's name was just kind of like a, a guess. Like yeah, like that's a, right. Lisa saying like, Meredith knows something on the phone. That was like, we gasped when yeah, that happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <gasps> and then when they actually got Meredith on the phone, I started to really buy that because it did seem super suspicious. The uh, way Meredith was acting, yeah. You know? The way Meredith acted when she picked up that phone was deranged. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just sociopathic just like no emotion like she's taken something that has blunted her emotion completely well taken something she's probably okay so we will get back to like that who who done it thing before but just briefly on meredith usually i think like beautiful rich successful people who are kind of quiet usually i'm like boring yeah meredith is a fucking weirdo um yeah she's weird she is but you know what's funny if it wasn't for mary i would think she was a lot weirder but because mary is such a cartoon character yeah that when she's in the room with meredith meredith just seems like normal almost boring in comparison she's so bizarre though and she seems like she's on pills so um but so they call her she's very like oh okay i mean personally i would i can really keep my head in a situation like that um yeah and it usually doesn't hit me till later, like the actual like emotion of it. So I think I would like be a Whitney in that and be very like, oh, like pragmatic. How would you be like? Yeah, I'd be the same way. No, I'd be, you wouldn't. I, well, I'd be texting everybody. I'd all. I'd be yeah, very be kind of everybody. like reaching out for more information. And I'd yeah, definitely you'd... be, but I would definitely be that person who's going through every th- single article. You'd be on Reddit. Because it seemed like Whitney, as the episode went on, was like, adding more info just like did you hear she got you know pulled over the side of the road did you hear that could be 30 years yada 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 yeah, she's yeah. constantly on her phone checking so i would do that um so the other the other week i wanted to prank ellie because i like pranks and i walked into the room and i was like oh my god i don't even know why i said this lie i was like oh my god courtney cox died in a car accident <laughs> and he was like no courtney cox <laughs> And then he immediately, out of the back of his pocket, takes his phone, and you were on, you were going on to Reddit. I, I went on to Reddit, and then I went on to Facebook. But well, why? I would go to TMZ. Yeah, but no. I mean, my my instinct is just to see other people. If other people have said it, I have some fun lies, just like a little bit of a. But we gotta get back to the stupid. We do, but just quick lies <laughs> I've told Ellie. I've written them down. Okay. Um. His, okay, these are Ellie lies that I've told that he's believed, okay? Number one, 
and I wrote them down on my notes. The voting age in Britain is 25. And that's how Brexit got through because all the races are old. (laughs) (laughs) No part of that makes sense. Well, you were like, really? Yeah. Jack Nicholson, number two. Jack Nicholson appears in the music video for Katy Perry's Hot and Cold. Okay, he goes, I go to him randomly one morning. Oh, your massage therapist called. Like, why would they call me? Like, on my phone. He, They have his cell. And he goes, what? Really? And I'm like, yeah, they canceled your massage because the clinic had a lice outbreak. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, really? Anyway, okay, but back to, oh, Jesus. But back to... The point is that's how you would that's how you would respond. Exactly. Um and the point of this all is I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fucking flying fuck who turned uh Jen in like her whereabouts. I don't buy it. I think that they're going to try to like make this a whole story to involve the women in this scandal, but in reality I think you work in film, Ellie, like on a reality television show there would be like, what, like 40 people like working on that production who get a call sheet to start up Beauty Lab and Laser the yeah. next day? Yeah, yeah. And so, so like there's a, seven people my ass only know that she was at Beauty Lab and Laser. I think it's, and it was like a years long federal investigation. Why would it be so hard to figure out that she was at Beauty Lab and Laser that morning? That's stupid. I get the question that I have about it is, um, so, and what Jenny said was true. They needed to have a warrant to go hunting for her. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So what was the thing that happened that allowed them to take the next step and get a warrant? You know what I mean? And is, did they get that from the inside or not? Well, I felt, okay, I tried to look it up online today, but I couldn't find it. I thought there was some mole in the Shaw Squad, like a federal mole. Right. Which makes a whole lot of sense, but I, I don't know if that's actually true. I don't know true. if it's true either. Um, also, I wanted to look up, because for some reason, I thought that Stu Chains, Stuart flipped on Jen, but I, I looked it up, and um, here's what we here's what we have for Stuart flipping on Jen. Um, Ronald Richard, the attorney who has been going after Eric Girardi, Ronald Richard uh, interpreted Stuart's lawyer's August 2020, August 2021 filing as a sign that Stu will likely flip on Jen and change his plea. Oh. So he's pled not guilty, but they think that maybe he's going to flip and change it to guilty and get a plea deal. Right. But he hasn't yet. That's what, but that, no, but that's a theory. Okay. okay so that's what we have for Stu. Uh, so basically they, um, but, but, but they have the headline. What he sees the headline. Right. Uh, and Heather and Lisa cry. And it actually, in that moment when we first watched it, I was like, Oh yeah, this is like fucked. If your good friend this happened to her and she had kids, yeah, and she was having yeah. marriage problems, and you know her family. But it's also it's very emotional and emotionally manipulated because Jen started it by saying Sharif had internal bleeding, right? <laughs> Which like it's crazy <clears throat> when you have it that that in, immediately elicited. Uh, really, you know, emotional response from Heather. And, you know, they're all friends to a certain extent with Sharif, yeah. you know. Um, so that was, the, she already kind of set them up for that, mm-hmm. you know. And then to get on top of that, it's like, no, she's actually being arrested. It's just like, they're going through like a whirlwind of emotions. Yeah. You know? It's... Whereas if she had just left and been like, hey, I gotta go, I can't say why. It'd be more shock, I feel Yeah, like. exactly. Yeah. 
Um, they're, they are shocked though. Uh, Jenny is still like, whatever. And then Jenny's like, <laughs> um, well, they're going to raid their house and everything. And that got, before we saw all like the ring footage yeah. that, well, they're guess they're going to raid her house. Like she, she said it so like, flase da, like, <laughs> Uh, Flaws a dog. It's a joke, Ellie. It's a joke. Okay, it's a joke. So RuPaul's Drag Race reference. Um, but when she when she said it like that, I laughed. But then when we come back from the commercial break, those poor boys, those poor Shaw boys, yeah. are being like, like the, the the fucking cops have guns and they're being taken out of their house and they have their hands on their head and they're young black men. It was yeah. really. Yeah. It's hard Sad. And I, I I mean, I honestly don't know why they came with so much firearms and stuff like that. Like, it's it's a fraud thing. Like, they're not going to have, they're not going to come out, the Shaws aren't going to come out guns a-blazing. Like, you know. I don't know how America works. America's fucked, Ellie. But, like, I thought one of the, the cops was, like, it was like it looked like a machine gun in the air. And just, like, that, that was fucked. Who I, are you going to have to mow down in there? Like, really? I wonder if, I don't know. But, like, I wonder if that's just standard or, I like, they, I don't know. It's like, I don't know. I, I don't also, trust, also, I don't trust like, the cops, clearly. They probably knew that they were going to be on TV. Do you I don't, think? I, I don't know, maybe. I love that. I mean, I love that we got a lot of, like, secondary footage this week. Yeah. We got, yeah. we got the doorbell dash cam, which is great, except for the fact that, like, these, we... They shouldn't have put the boys on no. TV. They well, you could just very easily blur that out, and then you don't know who's walking out. And then, even so, I don't think it was appropriate for them to do that though, yeah. to involve the children anyway. Yeah. Even though, my God, those poor boys must be so traumatized. They didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Uh, but I, I do appreciate that they like got the footage of the people storming the house just to show what magnitude it was. Yeah. We also got secondary footage of um, the Meredith surveillance tapes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Which we'll talk about later. And then we also got, no, I, I don't know if this paparazzi footage or Bravo just sent a camera down to the courthouse, but we got Jen leaving the courthouse in her mm-hmm. iconic braids, her I, iconic, yeah. appropriative braids. And I was also thinking last night, like, I wonder if there's dash cam footage of the actual arrest. Jesus Christ, I fucking Wouldn't it be amazing? So. Yeah, I hope so. But I mean, I guess it would have come out by now, but. Or there's, I don't know how it works, but like maybe they're saving it for. But I mean, the don't trial? do do all cop cars have dash cams? I think they have to in in Utah. But also, like, who arrested her? Was it the cops or was it Homeland Security? Is that what is it? Homeland? Yeah, HSI, Homeland Security Investigators. Oh, investigators. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I think I don't know. I think there's a high probability that it's on tape somewhere. I sure hope so. Um. So. Yeah, Meredith. Meredith gets the call that all this happened. She didn't even know because she was puttering around the house. You didn't buy it. You didn't buy her response. You kind of thought like, oh, she's the mole. But again, I don't really give a shit about the mole. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, whatever. I think at the very least, she got a tip off from somebody that today was going to happen. It was going to happen today. Uh, Yeah, she did not seem surprised and she even said so. Um, Then the women in the car are talking or in the van are talking about like the details of this, like they're reading the articles and they're doing what you would do and they're getting all the information. 
And, um, yeah, there's like, well, I watch Ozark and they taught me how to wash money and you put it into companies and then Whitney's like, oh, companies, she's always opening up companies. Yeah. yeah. And which makes total sense. And then Lisa has an issue with this. And Jenny has an issue with it too. Jen- Jenny just like, oh why God. are you guys freaking out? Like, it's one article. Who knows if she did it? I'm oh just like, God, really? Oh my God, Jenny. Like, I get it. Like, innocent until proven guilty, blah, blah, blah. And like, you want to believe the best. But like, she was also like, it's not a big deal, guys. So I'm like. She got arrested. It was a federal investigation. Which is why I initially, and I want to say I don't anymore, but I initially thought that Jenny was one that tipped them off because it's like she feels guilt for how they feel. I don't care about the rat, Ellie. I know, I know. It's such a non-issue for me. But you know it's going to be a storyline they're pushing in the next couple of episodes. That's angry about it now. Yeah, you're well, going to be angry about it for the next six episodes or whatever. Well, did you see the season trailer when it shows um, Meredith... No, Jen screaming over Meredith. And like the insinuation is that Jen Shaw thinks Meredith is the mole. Oh, yeah. So we're, we're in for that. Um, So <laughs> Meredith gets in the bathtub and it's deranged. Yeah. She, uh, I feel like, and maybe it's just the editing of the, of the episode, feels like she's in the bathtub for like four hours. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly, maybe. Like, okay, here's the thing. You know, I love my baths, right? Yeah. I love my baths. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually think it's bullshit when Mary, like, found her and Mary Mary was like, oh, proper etiquette. You don't greet someone in the bath. Like, who gives a shit, Mary? I can't even. <laughs> adequate. Yeah. Adequate. Did I say adequate? No, she said adequate. You oh, said she adequate. said adequate? She said adequate. That's funny. Um, so, Meredith she's like hi and it, meredith thinks she's 16 and i kind of love it for yeah, that like yeah, she's yeah. like Ooh, look at me in the bath like <laughs> uh and then mary gives her oh my god so it's funny because mary's initial reaction to me was super fake like i feel like she knew what that conversation was going to be and so she practiced that reaction shot and yeah, she, where she's the only one we allegedly didn't see receive the news on camera yeah whereas at least meredith's pretending she's received the news on camera so meredith drops the news on mary and meredith what and meredith tries to say yeah i know and she goes, wait wait give me a second to process it yeah okay. it all seems phony give me a second to have my reaction shot that i planned on well it's mary Guessing how a human would react. (laughs) Like, Mary is, like, I gotta stop saying crazy, but, like, she's bonkers. She's disconnected from reality. She's just, it's a lot, and I don't enjoy her. Anyway, so they're Uh, sitting in the bathtub, and... Oh, yeah, Mary Mary goes, uh, like, um, I'm blown away. Like, there was a couple moments where Mary... I was like, okay, like, she seems actually shocked. Genuine. I think when Meredith brought up the money laundering and fraud yeah. because i'm sure this is not the first time that's been discussed with mary the idea of what she, you know that you're in, might be involved with fraud or whatever mm-hmm. so she knows what you know the consequences are so i think that brought it close to home well then her. mary is like oh how does she sleep at night like how does she have that conscience yeah picture cult leader yeah and she even says she's stealing from the elderly and that's what you're doing it. yeah like <laughs> no self-awareness it's crazy and then next week we're gonna get more of the cult stuff yeah um anyway that's like uh, all the bubbles were fading away in Meredith's bath and she had to go closer and closer to the side of the bath (laughs) and she didn't show anything so her naughty bits were covered by bubs (laughs) 
<laughs> Which is why when all the ladies came in, uh, there's like all these bubbles all over her now because she had a, a re- re-up. <laughs> <laughs> what a fascinating thing. But I wonder if she was like asking the camera people to like help help her like arrange the bubbles. Well, no, even when Meredith, was leaving, when Meredith was leaving the room, she's just like, yeah, you go get your bubbles because... I, sure that that was a line that she said just like we need to end this conversation people are going to see my tits meredith said to mary oh that's right okay okay (laughs) no i didn't (laughs) okay so basically the women get there Mm -hmm. and they have dinner and meredith says this so what does everybody think <laughs> which Heather loved. She's like, yes, this is what I'm here for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. Um, yeah, and every, I gotta say, every time Heather makes a joke, Ellie, you get, you get so tickled. I think you have a little crush on her. I just think that she loves being on that show. I think she just loves, you know. But you think she's genuinely funny. I think she's funny too. I like Heather. I think she, I think she's genuinely funny. I, I loved um, her Mormon lesson last episode about who is like in heaven and who's in hell or whatever that was fucked up right but i just i find it really interesting and funny i it's funny because like she came off completely different in the reunion last season yeah she had a bad reunion she had a bad reunion. wasn't like wasn't the hardly the worst of housewives but she had such a stellar season and she just so like i came out with like a bad taste in my mouth and i completely forgot about it by mm-hmm. season two and now i'm like full team heather and i'm yeah. a little bit scared of how she's gonna come off in season two Reunion, but I'm not that scared because there's bigger villains than her. Oh my god, they're right. all villains. My god, like <laughs> Dewey, Jenny's husband, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so Heather says, okay, actually, this is really interesting. Heather doesn't even understand until the dinner that when Jen ran away from the parking lot at Beauty Lab and Laser, that she was not running to turn herself in. Yeah. She was fleeing arrest yeah exactly heather does heather actually believe that because she says like because they find out that she was arrested off the side of the road and heather's like wait she was fleeing she's very naive yeah but i found that even when they were in the car she was texting her saying hey the um cops are coming uh you should like i don't think she got it i think heather thought that jen had read her message and was like taking her advice to you know uh, turn herself in. I don't know why she thought that, but well, okay. Anybody else? I would have been like, "You're lying. Yeah. You didn't. You knew. You're playing. You're playing innocent." But Heather, I maybe buy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Um. Then we get the second. I mean, there's a lot of scandals in this episode, but like the second main thing is Meredith drops the information that the prior uh, the prior September. I don't think anyone's ever said that wording before. But the the, the September before. Um, Jen had come in to the Shaw Squad, went to Meredith's boutique, and one of them had stolen a green alligator type clutch. Yeah. Um, and then they have the, the video of it too, which is which fantastic. is, and so Meredith had to supply that video. That's how much she fucking hates Jen. Yeah, that is where literally, I mean, Mary kind of was like, kind of alluded to karma with Jen being arrested this episode, but Meredith really fucking hates her like if my enemy if i really hated someone and there's a couple of people i really don't like yeah um if they <laughs> got just, arrested just, a couple, just one or two <laughs> if they got arrested for massive fraud like my my attitude might be quite similar to meredith and be like okay yeah, yeah. that makes sense <sighs> yeah so here's what i don't get about this 
um, shoplifting thing. Yeah. Right? I don't think it was Jen that directed him to shoplift. I don't think that makes any sense. Why no, would I don't do that? think that I don't. Is that uh, the allegation? No. Her, what, what Lisa said was she's upset that after she found out mm-hmm. that her Shaw squad stole, they kept her in kept him in, in em- her employee in employee yeah. um which fair although there are bigger allegations that you could take from that that's like the least of her sins i think but um why was she calling her like eight times after yeah. the store closed uh, that was confusing you know did she and just want to go in or is that something similar or like they i just really wanted to go in they ended up they spent 200 bucks or 300 bucks there anyways so why did they steal this thing i don't understand like you know what i gotta say i gotta say i think that that's a bit of a generational thing because with these women these are these are gen x and younger boomers i think like would Mer- would meredith be a boomer no 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 how old is meredith She's like fifty, let's say forty-eight no, or something. I wouldn't call that boomer. Boomers are like in the like sixty-five-ish. But I will say, if like if you told me that's like one of your friends stole something from a boutique or something from of our friends, and yeah. like but then it was returned to blah, blah blah, I don't think I'd expect you to fire them. I might be like, oh, they deal with kleptomania. Whereas at that dinner table, it was like, oh my god, that's evil thieving. You I know think what I, mean? it's, I think it's different. Is that a generational like thing? Like I think it might things? be, but I think it's also, it's different because it's her friend's store, you know? If it's like, yeah. if I found, if she found out that her assistant stole from whatever, Zara, mm-hmm. uh, like, yeah, maybe I wouldn't fire them and just give them a warning or whatever. But just like, if it's like someone that you work with every day and you see every day. I, okay, I get it. But like, if I'm Meredith... And I don't hate Jen to begin. Okay, here's the difference. Meredith hates Jen. Yeah. And so she's going to be pissed off. Yeah. I mean, yes, theft is bad, blah, blah, blah. But... Anyway, I think she only brought it up because yeah. to, like, be like, there's sketchy things with her. Like... Yeah. There's... there's relevant to the we, charge. You're right. There's, there's some sketchy things about Jen that we don't bring up on the show because if it doesn't happen while the cameras are rolling, it's not uh, not always fair play. Sometimes it is, but not always. Yeah. You know, which I, I would think this when I was watching, it's just like, this came up and then uh, Heather's story came up, which we'll talk about. Um, and I'm thinking, there must be a lot of dirt that not just these girls, but a lot of other girls in the franchises um, have on each other that they're just not going to bring up because it's not on wax so to speak you know of course i mean it's like and now that jen is like irredeemably in hot water (laughs) yeah now it's like all bets are off and they're like well what about this right well i i say like there is this big rumor that i mean it's a blind item so it's probably fucking bullshit uh but that bethany frankel has something on andy cohen and that's why he kind of what's that phrase kowtows or kowtows or kowtows I think kowtows is right. <laughs> and that's why he kind of like kowtows to her at the reunion and he like, you know, kind of sucks up to her. So there is that kind of stuff or like those rumors. I mean, here's the thing. Like think of all your friends. I know I have a lot of dirt on my friends that I never bring bring up or even think of because it's like so deep. You know what I mean? Like you don't. Right. But does that affect your, the way that you interact with them? Like are you extra, are they extra friendly to you because they, you know something of theirs? No. 
Because so I'm not a weird, manipulative person. But, like, <laughs> if, let's say, one of them committed a terrible crime, like a murder, yeah. or, or like, taking it, okay, maybe not murder, but, like, taking advantage of the elderly, I might be like, well, actually, now that I'm thinking about this, yeah. they did lie about this crazy thing a few years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And know? what was the other thing that um, Lisa, was it Lisa that, that was? Well, okay, so the, this episode ends with Meredith being like, well, she's shady. Like, they're all, like, shocked at this stuff about, like, the, the shoplifting, and she's, and let me get back to the shop for a second. I realize that me being like, shoplifting's not so bad. I just kind of don't give a shit if you steal something from a rich person's boutique. I guess Meredith's the quote unquote victim here though. So whatever. But anyway, so Heather is like, I put her in an Uber the other night when we were drinking. Because we all know Mer- Jen is a big drinker too. Yeah. And, not a, and not a happy drinker. Um, and we, I put her in an Uber and she got out half a mile away. So there's something shady going on. And then Lisa jumps in and goes... Where? Where, Or when was that? Wednesday? Uh, Why? Do you know something? Did something happen with you, Lisa? Well, not to me. (laughs) And it's very like, and then Jenny, who really grew on me this episode, was like, and I actually appreciate this about Jenny. She, who loves confrontation, apparently, she says. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, She says to Lisa, who is allegedly like her closest alliance in this group, like, you know, spit it out, Lisa. Which I actually like. (laughs) But but she says, was she meeting a guy there? Yeah. Which seems a little bit like... Ever put a nothing. I don't know. Like, yeah, I, I think, don't know why she jumped. I mean, she's obviously heard rumors or something. Then she's heard that Jen's the way that it cheating. was edited yeah. was like, was it a guy? And then there's like silence and like this look on uh, um, Lisa's, Lisa's face. I think that's clever editing. I think Lisa probably immediately shot that down. I don't think she was seeing another guy unless it was Stu. Um, but based on the. Oh God! Well, was it you last week? Or yeah, like, it was you, me. You, that, you, I thought that they they had a. You think thing. Stu and Jen could have had an affair? I think they have some chemistry. You they think have, they have chemistry? I think they had more chemistry than Jen and Coach. Do you ship them? In jail? Sure. Do you I mean, ship like, them together? Are, are you, you a stan? Am I a stan? Yeah. Not really. Okay, I just was wondering. Um, <laughs> okay, do you have anything else to say about this episode? Because it like was really well, well paced and well edited. And look, do you want to go through your I'm notes? Can I go through my notes? Can I go through my notes? Yeah. Um, I'm very excited about next episode with... Um, the cult stuff. I mean, I can't get enough of the cult stuff. Yeah. I just finished watching The Vow. Not The Vow. Um, Seduced. Seduced. The other, uh, the Nexium one we watched. And I've watched all the cult um, Ellie's documentaries. really into religion. So if you have any was... other cult documentaries that you want to suggest to me, yeah. let me know because I watch all of them. Ellie is really into religion. So I can't wait to see... That. How do you keep slapping my leg? Because that's how I emote. I'm just like, I'm really Your hand's really very excited. hot. Wow. <laughs> well, it is. It's very hot. Anyways, there's... Oh, the only other thing that I wanted to bring up was um, Heather coming into the house in Vail <laughs> going, It's the feds! <laughs> it's just like, wow, you got over, over that fast. Very funny. It was very funny. I, I love, love that. I love Heather. Yeah, yeah, that was great. All right, that's all for I, me. Well, I... I loved this episode. It was crazy. Um, yeah, I, I gotta say it. Like, it was one of the best episodes we've ever seen, ever on the Housewives history. No. Okay. Um, okay. Let's talk Potomac. I don't have as much to say, but we did watch it twice. Mm-hmm. And the first time, I really wasn't present. I think I was like in a mood that night or something. And I also was just like focused on Salt Lake. And you were making my dinner. Thank mm-hmm. you. You're welcome. <laughs> I was bullying you from the couch. I think those Make are the enchiladas. Was that the enchilada night? I think that was the enchilada night. Wasn't I sick that night or something? Yeah, you weren't doing so good. You weren't doing so no, good. No, that wasn't enchilada night because we went to see a movie that night. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, All right. Anyway. 
what wait what are our dinners for this week from chef's plate um we have it's like a pasta or something we have curried um what was it curried shepherd pie i think it was yeah uh, that sounds disgusting okay i don't want that i don't want big on shepherd pie i like curry i don't like shepherd pie mm. i mean we'll see okay enough enough potomac potomac i mean i where's Nicki minaj I, I know. They kind of teased it last episode, and I thought maybe, you know, it's only a three-parter. And I think it's only a three-parter, as far as I know, and I'm far too lazy to Google it. And, and somebody said that she, that Nicki Minaj was talking for, like, she was running it for, like, three hours, wasn't she? Yeah, but three hours in reunion, like, filming time is, like, five minutes in real world. I mean, sure. But what? I feel like there's... <laughs> could have been like if they don't bring nikki in first thing uh next episode i know she's only gonna have like 10 minutes yeah um anyway. yeah anyway uh so candace continues to defend herself Car- karen is like candace you told me to burn in eternal hell <laughs> <laughs> which is uh, eventually she's saying that was just my exaggeration of burn in hell i'll just putting like a flare yeah on she it. really she really has this weird thing where she's like I stick the landing, therefore I'm better at orating, yeah. which means I'm not mean. It's really fucking weird. She has, she's designed her own moral compass that has nothing <laughs> to do with anybody else's yeah. morals. Um, and even like, they take a break at one point in the episode, and Wendy goes to Candace's dressing room, and I'm like, wait, Wendy and Candace are alliance? Like, I have no memory of this. I don't know. And it always brings up that question of, like, how much of this rivalry is real and how much of it is kind of just, you know, for the cameras. What what rivalry? Like, any of their, anybody there. even Candace and Ashley, they're like, Candace and Ashley went to Fashion Week in New York in September. And I was like, what? Exactly, right? So it's just like, it doesn't seem fake. If this is fake, they're doing a amazing job acting but at the same time you know what i mean but like they're geniuses but i don't know i guess i mean when they're contractually obligated to go to like an event they can sit next to each other i guess but i'm also like i just forgot that candace and wendy were a team like i'm very confused yeah um but yeah so wendy goes back to check on candace and is like uh i always have your back okay and then she's talking like, you know, you are pretty harsh. Like, literally, it's everybody against Candace telling her she's harsh. Yeah. And Candace is like, yeah, I'm a bitch. My responses are harsh. It's but, just weird, man. I don't know. Was it was it Candace that was tweeting shit at Escala? Or is it... Uh, that or was that, Mia. That was Mia? Escala brought out the, the printout. Poor Escala. They had her on there for two seconds. She yeah. looks great. She looked great. And Mia says, oh, you just brought her out for two sentences and then yeah. fly her back. Yeah. Poor Scala. <laughs> I hope they bring Scala back because it's funny. A friend of, unless they really cause havoc or they get promoted, which is rare. Yeah. They tend to disappear. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Candace still won't budge. Karen warns that at one point they could all turn on her and, you know, they could be just done with all this shit because she's. Just this relentless cruelty. And even though it's a, you know, they're all like insulting to some degree to each other. Yeah. It, Karen and Gisela are right. It is more in good fun with them. Whereas Candace goes for the throat. And Candace, I can't think of her ever apologizing or, or stepping back from her, you know, outburst or emotion or something like that. I mean, 
Which I, I, I get that be authentic with your anger and with your emotions. But like, I feel like she just has no self-awareness. You know what I mean? I don't know. She, yeah, she really does have this idea like she's a better speaker and she's smarter. I don't know. But like, I, I don't know, man. It was freaking weird. Candace is a strange character. She can be very fucking funny. And she's really entertaining. And in no way am I one of those people who's like, fire Candace. No, keep her on. Keep being messy, Candace. It's great television. Also but I'm not going to morally agree with you. Also because as much as I hate Chris, I also love seeing Chris on my TV too. You like seeing Chris Bassett be- on your TV? Because he's so messy. He's Well, I mean, he's supposed to be like the one that's like, you know standing up for Candace but yeah. sometimes he's really bad at that and is like you need to calm down and like uh, hold her to a chair and stuff <laughs> like that and it's like he's I don't I can't tell if he's a really good husband or a really bad he one. could be a real asshole I feel he's like real and, and the fact that he's not black and he talks like that yeah yeah it's, it's problematic it's just sure. problematic um so Mia okay so yes well, actually back to Candace she did apologize to Mia for all that task, that salad tossing stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then afterwards, Andy explains, because I was confused why everybody hated Mia so much, especially Wendy last episode. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, Andy uh, says that Mia was super messy on Twitter. I remember the crusty feed thing. <laughs> 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 uh, and then Mia's like, it's my social media manager. And like, no one believes That's it. Such Nobody believes it. And I don't even care. It's entertaining. Like, whatever. Yeah, occasionally, she'd be like, oh, yeah, I did that one. I did that one. But, like, yeah. No one believed that. The same thing with... The, bring it back to Salt Lake. Didn't Jen have the exact same thing with uh, yeah. calling uh, Brooks Marks uh, a twink or whatever? Like, he's like, oh, it was my social media. She didn't call him a tweak, twink, sweetie. She liked uh, a comment that said he is a privileged twink. Okay. There's a massive okay. difference here. Understood. Um, however, in both Jen's case and uh, Mia's case, I think they just did it. It's they, bullshit. They it's had bullshit. it on their phone. They're, they just. Lied. I don't know how you can like lie like that. I mean, it takes quite the personality, eh? Well, to I, just be like, no, it's like this. You no, know in your heart, you're wrong and you're lying and you're tricking people. Yeah. I think if you do it enough, it becomes easier. Are you lying to me? Every day. Are you cheating on me? With Bob the cat. With Bob the cat, who is cur- curled up on the back of our couch looking really cute bob do you have any thoughts on all the real housewives i have made you watch how fucking rude he just laid there but he's looking cute his way of saying they bored me they bored him um he he doesn't give a shit uh and the only real housewife with cats that i can think of is dina manzo from jersey and sutton Sutton Strat, our girl Sutton. I was slutting for Sutton. Did Lisa Vanderpump never have cats, always dogs? Maybe she did have cats. I don't remember. Um, okay, so it's Giselle versus Karen for a while. It was fun. I don't have much to say about it. Broken whore from Hampton University. Fiery box. Sing sing. And you just be like, so you just like alliteration. That's yeah, the that's, whole thing. That's it. Yeah, what, what did she say? And like, she's trying to explain, and Karen's trying to explain to Candace that it's different. She's like, no, no, I just said that to lift the moment. What? And even Giselle, like, seems to think it's funny. Yeah, they, they're just like, Karen, you're nuts. Like, whatever. <laughs> that's Karen. Um, and then, it's actually nice to see them getting along more. 
Because they, they are fun together. Like, there are some really light, good parts of Giselle. Yeah. Definitely. And I think she kind of, like, after that weird, like, intervention, she's a robot last week, she seemed right. to have chilled out a lot in this episode. Yeah, definitely. And she started crying when she was like, you were nice to my my daughters? Yeah, yeah. And she had like, great line of, I uh, hold a grudge, but the one thing I hold dearest to my heart. Do you have it? I, have it, I wrote it down. Okay. Karen says, yeah, so Karen hugged her daughters and... Karen cries and Giselle cries and Karen's like, well, you know, I hold on to a grudge, but I also hold on to the trust of a child. <laughs> Which like someone call up Hallmark, put that in a yeah, car. What are you talking about? I love you so much, Karen. Never change. Oh, you're so <laughs> wacky and strange and funny. Uh, they give her, they give, they, they hug each other and Giselle gives her a little hump and <laughs> it's nice. I like, I like it when they get along, but I also like their drama, but it's nice to have peaks and valleys, you know? What do you think about the whole, because we talked about Wendy a little bit on this uh, episode. Wendy! She, uh, God, I don't know. I Like, first half of this season, I was like team Wendy completely, yeah. except for the Mia stuff, because I was like, why are you picking on Mia for no reason? Yeah. Uh, and I was anti-Giselle and I was anti-Robin, but... I, yes. Okay. It's complicated because I think like Giselle and Robin did slut shame her. Yeah. And yep. Giselle brought this issue on TV and like every, like Wendy's right. They were wrong. I do think that Robin told the truth when she said she used the wrong word when she said loose. Right. Because yeah. I mean, first of all, the question is, does she have any, you know, uh, right to say anything to begin with? So if it's okay, it was legitimate for her to bring it up. I think when she said loose, she literally meant loosey-goosey. She's like more, you know, a different personality, a looser personality. But it, it I, came off as like, quote-unquote, slutty. Yeah, right. Dressing slutty. Which I think both sides legitimate, you know what I mean? Like, I think the legitimate um, misinterpretation of it. But you spent like the whole season not correcting yourself. That's the thing that like, that's the green eyed bandits. If, if that's the crux of it, then you could have just had an apology. But like, I think the fact that Robin was the first one to say it when other people were talking about it anyways, uh-huh. kind of made her the target of all that ire from, from Wendy being like, why are you slut shaming me with like, maybe she is, but there's other women in the group. Yeah, I think that um, what Giselle and Robin did was slut-shaming, but there was also concern about her personality. There was also this weird storyline they were trying to push about Eddie. There was a lot of stuff going on, not all of it malicious. Yeah, yeah. Um, But at the end, it blew up in their faces. But the issue is, and why I'm not completely Team Wendy, is that she is really intense this year yeah. in how she presents herself. Yeah, and she's very like, I am Zen Wen, which didn't go anywhere. No, no. And like, she wasn't Zen Wen. Picking fights. Yeah. Like, um, she picked a fight with Mia over and over again. And she's just so emphatic sometimes. It and almost like, felt like she shuts wants, them down yeah, sometimes. Yeah, like she wanted to be the main character. She wanted to be the queen of the, the roof. Maybe. I don't know. But like... Was she it? did change, though. She did change from her first season. Yeah, no. I mean, like, she was, like, a very definite cookie, as my mother would say, in the first in her first season. But she was also, like, the professor thing. And, like, she was, like, disgusted by the Monique and Candace fight. She was, like, we need to be better role models. And, like, so this whole, like, I don't think, I don't even think, like, even if she hadn't gotten plastic surgery, I would think this, I feel, about how Wendy was this season. And I don't hate her. I like Wendy. But she was just different, you know? Yeah. And I think that... Because they bring up 
her the rumors of her um, husband. Cheating? Eddie, yeah. Eddie, Eddie cheating. Um, and that it was on a blog that like maybe hundreds of people watch. I don't know if that's true if it's only hundreds of people, but it sounded like it was just kind of yeah, like a it's, fringe no, blog. Giselle fucked her on that one. Yeah. Giselle totally fucked Wendy on that. Yeah. And I, that's why I'm kind of team Wendy at the moment about that because it's just like, yeah, you know that if you bring it up, even if you bring it up saying, hey, I heard this and it's I, totally not true and I don't believe it, mm-hmm. you're still saying it on the biggest platform that you have. Yeah, it wasn't good. It wasn't nice. Team Wendy technically, but I am just kind of a little confused by Wendy this season. Yeah. And her attitude. I think that's fair. And the, even the candle line, like someone wrote in, they're like, why are you doing a candle line? You're like a professor <laughs> and like a news correspondent. That that's, feels like something that came from her team and she just was like, yeah, okay, fine. And then she didn't get the candles ready for the show. It's <laughs> it's not, and no judgment. Have your candle line. Like who gives a shit? Your yeah. one wick wonder. But, um, you know, just, it is, it is, something's up, man. Something's up. Yeah. Although yeah. I don't think it has anything to do with Eddie, the Eddie cheating rumors, which I also, for the record, it doesn't seem like anybody takes them seriously on the show, but they were presenting it in, in the early, in the early part of the season with, yeah. this is like a legitimate rumor yeah. and has he cheated. So yeah. that's just also. That's fair. I, and I think, but I think on the grand scheme of things, uh, Wendy coming out with a candle, which is off brand, is uh the the least of sins among yeah. Sisters. Like, okay, like you're right, you're right, Ellie. And when you're right, you're right. Mm-hmm. And actually, more pro Whitney, uh, not Whitney, no Wendy, Wendy. I wrote down Whitney here. Uh, more pro Wendy stuff here. Um, Giselle's like, you looked at my daughter Grace on the show, cockeyed crazy on film. <laughs> I looked at it, cockeyed crazy. Did I say that right? Cockeyed crazy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, we watched the video. She wasn't like being. Wendy wasn't smiling warmly at Grace by any means. But she wasn't cockeyed crazy. Yeah, we've seen snubs on that show. We've and, seen snubs, and that wasn't really a snub. No. Um, talk a little bit about Michael and Ashley Darby. I don't really give a shit. <laughs> Ashley, ugh, Ashley. I love Ashley so much that she pulls shit like this. Darby's Barbie. Darby's Barbie. Little. She says that colorism doesn't exist in their group. She acknowledges that it happens outside their group and it happens within the fandom and like in the media and blah, 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 but that it doesn't exist. But like, I mean, I'm white. I'm always going to say that I'm white. I mean, as you can probably hear, but she can't say shit as a light skinned woman. Yeah. She can't say shit. No, I know. Like the, what, what are you doing? Like you can't talk about colorism to Candace or to Wendy. You can't. And from just like doing this podcast for a year now and like being on, following so many Bravo fan accounts and stuff. Oh my God, the racism. Yeah. They're so fucking racist. I mean, we just, the last year in Bravo land with the, the, the new cast members of color and Bravo tokenizing them and all the shit with Dallas and Beverly Hills and New York, especially um, just, Ashley, there's fucking colorism going on. Anyway, that pissed me off. Yeah, and, I mean, wasn't there a, a, a comment in Salt Lake City where, um, uh, Mary said, I'm not attracted to oh my God. black men. Yes, and Mary's... Then, and, cr- and, and, and Andy says, but your husband, and she goes, well, he's light-skinned. <gasps> Remember that? Yeah, Mary has a lot of self-loathing, and then there's all those rumors that, like, Mary changed the color of her skin. It's some Fucked up shit, man. Yeah. Um, so yes, Ashley shut up about that. That being said, I mean, and not related, but in the it is related in the fact that it's 
Candace versus Ashley. Ashley is like, well, Candace, you did call me a slave, and my fa- you you called you called Michael an overseer in a tweet, right. and then we brought it up later, and Candace is like, no, I didn't. <laughs> and even Robin is like, well, you did at that dinner, like, and it's like her, uh, um, who, who wrote the uh, overseer? Candace. Candace. Candace was a mess on Twitter. Yeah. So Candace's um, defense was, oh, I didn't say that. I like, uh. but when. Um, Ashley brought up at the the table at the dinner. Um, you called uh Michael a slave, slave, dro- slave driver. Slave driver. Right. Uh, it's so fast. She said, uh, Candace said, yeah, because he drives slaves or whatever. And I, I don't know how that scene ended when it originally aired. <laughs> I that think that Ashley... the thing about Potomac is it could have ended with someone shrugging and then like them going on with their meal. Yeah, but but Ashley legitimately said, so you're calling me a slave. And they cut off the clip, and I don't remember how it happened in the actual episode. But yeah, it probably was like, whatever. They shrugged it off, and then they're like, we'll, we'll, we'll discuss this at the reunion. Yeah. I don't know, man. Candace, messy. Messy, messy, messy. Also, Ashley, very messy. Messy, Ashley. Messy, Mia. They're all messy, and it's fun. Fun. Well, that was it. Well, thinking that, like, this was a good reunion episode for me well it was fun we were talking about this it felt lighter and more yeah. buoyant than like the very depressing uh beverly hills one we just watched yeah like this is about the show this is about the relationships on the show this is, it, it, i mean and i want to you know i care about all the different relationships and storylines whereas for beverly hills i'm just like okay when are we going to get to grilling Erica? You know what yeah. I mean? Which is, that's a fun show, but it's not it's this a fun, show. It's, it's frustrating, too. Uh, basically, this episode ends with Wendy saying to Giselle, um, what kind of woman, based on those slut-shamey plastic surgery for to keep her husband rumors, um, what kind of woman gets plastic surgery to keep a man? You got a tummy tuck. Did you keep Jamal? <laughs> oh, my God. And then that's how we end it. Uh, Ellie, I am like just based on what you just said though about um how you enjoy Potomac. What is your favorite Real Housewives city now that I've, we've so Ellie, you haven't watched any repeats from yesteryear. You've just been yeah. watching it all of the seasons yeah. live yeah. since we got together a year and a half ago. Um, and I mean, I haven't you're done any of my stuck own. with me. Yeah, I'm, but what, what's your favorite based on the last year of? Bravo television. What's your favorite franchise? Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City. And I think for different reasons than I thought I would like it. You know, when I, when I first heard about Salt Lake City, because I think it just started to like get promoted when we were still dating, just starting to date. Um, yeah. I, and I think that Salt Lake is a lot of people's first time from the start. Yeah. So for me, it was like, oh, this is going to be all about like the ex-Mormonism and that kind of thing. Exmos. Exmos. Um, and like that was gonna be the interesting angle to it, which they get to a little bit, but it's really not. It's it's really about the characters are so all over the place that they're all like very extremes of, yeah. in very different um universes, in different, very different worlds. They're, they're extreme characters in very unique ways. Do you know what I mean? No, I agree. And I was like, don't change this cast. Like even Jenny, like take early Jenny at this point. I yeah. still don't know, and I. Can't with that sister life sister wife storyline. Oh my god! But they and actually, I do hate Mary, and I I wouldn't shed any tears if she left. But the but the ensemble itself and how it works together is just like a perfect ecosystem right now. Yeah, I think it's or should I say ecosystem? Ah, um, no, I think it's good. I think it's fun. Um, I think 
I mean, I do love Potomac. I, I do love Atlanta. You do love Potomac. You don't like Beverly Hills. You've never been a big fan. I'm not a huge... I mean, I'm interested in, in this Erica thing. But, like, once she's off the, the show, which I presume is going to be soon. No, I, I don't think so. Really? I mean, she's back. They've oh. already started filming. Oh, really? Okay. I don't know. Um, uh, but, like, yeah, I just... Salt Lake, to me, is, like, I've been following from the beginning and, like... Honestly, if someone had not seen any Salt Lake yet... Yeah. Um, they all have to... All they have to watch is last episode and this episode and they're caught up on essentially what the show is going to be like yeah for the rest of the season for sure it's a good you know setup I mean? uh okay one note for people listening at home we're in canada um actually do you know what's funny i got uh contacted by people from slice.ca or slice television and I got this like really cool, um, <laughs> this was stupid. and like, this sounds like an influencer, like sponsored post, like coming out of my mouth right now, but it's not, but I got this like cool package they sent me. Cause I guess they like heard about the podcast or something. So they gave me this fucking for real housewives, ultimate girls trip, this like travel vacation package mm-hmm. that has a big, like sun hat that says beach please on it. Mm-hmm. What does it have? What else does it have? It has... It's the, huge. It's ridiculous. Um, a ring light for your phone. It's a ring light. An LED light for my laptop. For your, oh, for your laptop. It has a luggage-like scale thing. Yeah, where you just hang it onto the uh, luggage and it tells you how heavy it's going to be. Which is actually really helpful because I never fucking know. Not that I ever fucking have money to travel. Well. Um, and then, what else does it have? It has, like, little, like, you know, like, oh, face um, oils and, like, stuff for... Yeah, my, my other bag is a Birkin tote bag. Oh my god. Anyway, we got this. I can't even cover the Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip this week, though, because it's technically not out in Canada yet. But, like, Bravo already dropped it, I feel, in America. Right. So, like, I could illegally download it and cover it for this week, but I don't know. Salt Lake was enough. I'll, I'll get to it next week. But yeah. apparently it's really good. I haven't watched it yet. Clearly. I think it, I think it airs Sunday here? Sunday. Yes. yes. I mean, it could, it could go any, any way for me. Sunday on Slice. And Monday on Hey You. And, and who's in it? Because I guess everybody listening knows. But who who's in the Ultimate Girls Trip? Kenya, Cynthia from Atlanta. Yeah. Um, From New York, we have Ramona. Yeah. And Lou, Countess, the Countess. Beverly Hills, it's just Kyle, I believe. Right. And then who are the... And they didn't bring Potomac in, which they it's need annoying to. annoying because... Because they were filming at the time, apparently. Oh. And okay, then... because I thought, honestly, Ashley and Kenya would get along. Is that crazy? Ashley and Kenya? That could go either way. I don't know. I feel like that they could, could be go friends. Anyway, whatever. Um, but, uh, God, I'd love Ashley on, a, on an Ultimate Girls Trip. But then the other one... Who's on? Oh, Jersey. Jersey. Teresa and fucking Melissa. What a waste. <laughs> I mean, I love... I mean, I, I love watching Teresa on my television, but... Well, because they still need a main character, and Teresa's the main character. Apparently it's really good, though. Oh, really? I was I was seeing all these tweets that's like, guys, it's actually good, which is shocking. I mean, I'm down. I'm down to watch it. Um, but I'm just... I just was, like, kind of, like, grossed out by the Ramona thing. But I am I was always going to watch yeah, it. Yeah, I'm going to watch it. I'm, I'm, right now, I'm in a very Salt Lake City mood. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so, like, there's so much drama there that the concept of, like... You know, a fun time with all the girls. I have to, like, switch gears, but I'm still, you know, I'm psyched for it. Yeah, it'd be fun. And then there's another one coming up with Dorinda going to the Berkshires with a bunch of women. Which is fucked. Because I know you really, you really only got to know Dorinda through 
Just the, her last season on Roni, because you haven't ever watched it no. other than Leah's first season. Right. And Dorinda on that last season, before she got fired. Right. Was rough. Yeah. Oh, for sure. That was at her bottom. So, but I mean, I guess I could go back and watch a season of I mean, if you New ever Jersey. want to. You mean New York? New York, sorry. New York. Um, Get right, biatch. But like... Oh my god, listen, okay, okay. wait, wait. Listen to this Ultimate Girls Trip second season. Yeah. But also, again, where is, what the fuck? It's again, Orange County, Atlanta, New York, Beverly Hills, New Jersey, but there's no Potomac or, I mean, Dallas, who cares, but who else? Okay, but here's the second season cast. So it's at the Berkshires, which is perfect. And this hasn't aired yet. This has not been filmed yet. No, this is filmed. This, this, this has this been filmed. Left. Okay. This has been filmed the second season, but this isn't going to is this isn't out for a while. Okay, okay, okay. Um okay, so it's obviously Dorinda's place, but it's also wait. These are all ex-housewives. These are ex-housewives. Ooh. Okay, so Beverly Hills, Taylor Armstrong, and again, you have no you have no idea what I'm talking about. Taylor Armstrong is the woman who was in the meme with the yeah, cat, yeah, yeah. okay? Yeah, right, right, the one whose husband killed himself. Right. Brandy Glanville, oh my god, <laughs> Vicky Gunvalson and Tamara Judge from Orange County, Dorinda Medley, Jill Zarin. <laughs> Do you know anything about Jill Zarin? Only what you've told me. And finally, from Atlanta, we have Phaedra. Oh my god, Phaedra and Eva. Eh, Eva the diva. Yeah, I like Eva, but like she's going to be a good straight woman. Um, then again, Eva does have some balls on her. I like Eva. Okay, guys. I'm really excited for that. <laughs> but where is Potomac? Like, get Ashley Darby and Karen on these yeah, things, you know? 100%. Like, for sure. I mean, what other what other ones have they not been doing, though? Am I missing something? Well, I, I understand why they wouldn't put a Salt Lake person there. Oh, Salt Lake, duh. Yeah. Well, but it's, it's still too new, too, yeah. too new. And then... But I'd love to see a Heather. I'd love to see... Elisa would be fun, I feel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or, I mean, is there anyone from Dallas that's worth bringing back for like one of those ex-housewives trips well i've always kind of felt bad that tiffany is no longer a housewife yeah that's true because she did a great job and then everyone was racist at her and then (laughs) and then it ended so (laughs) but no nobody else really deserves it i mean leanne but she's just a terrible racist person that you never met and that's it yeah cool um like, that's it. Jesus, we've been talking forever. My, I'm almost lost my voice. And you know, like, usually on a regular episode of this podcast, I'm, like, really doing my best to at least try to not talk through the whole thing. Yeah. But let's be real. I mean... I didn't try at all this episode. I just talked right over you the whole time. Well, that's what I'm, you know, I'm, I'm expecting. Yeah. That, that's what I'm used to in our relationship. And that's okay. Yeah, that's pretty You're okay with that? I'm okay with that. See, that's very nice. <laughs> I, I can just go on autopilot. Yeah. You know, and then when I have to, you know. Do you listen up, to me when I talk? I do. Really? I mean, Not I don't. All the time. I don't know any of the names of any of your friends. However. <laughs> what? So you just like. <laughs> I know. Okay. I know maybe three of your friends by name. But right, you have so many. You're, you're really digging yourself a good grave here. I know. Um. Okay, well, thank you so much for being on, sweetie. My pleasure. It was very fun to record. Okay, we gotta get the fuck out of this. We gotta get the fuck out of this podcast. All right, guys, thank you for listening. We'll be back next week, hopefully, um, with a real guest. (laughs) (laughs) Ouch. (laughs) Uh, Thank you for listening. Thank you so much, Ellie. I love you. Love you, too. All right, bye. Bye.